Well, I've never been to Spain But I kind of like the music Say the ladies are insane And they show no how to use it They don't abuse it Never gonna lose it I can't refuse it Well, I've never been to We're going to have a go at a rocker, let's see what happens.
You know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ-EZ. Ah, good morning, ass family. Welcome to a Friday edition. That is right, everybody. It is... It's fun Friday. Friday. Yeah. I mean, come on now. I mean, it, it, it's a week and a day before Christmas. And we have a special tribute. Gavin, the governor, is a selfish, soulless dude. With his gel back hair and a creepy smile and a brain without a clue. Humpity hump hump. Gavin, the governor, is a great leader, they say. But he's full of crap and the voters know he's a hypocrite all day. Tells us to stay home and off the beach on sunny days and closes down small businesses except his winery. Oh, Gavin, the governor never fails to contradict. He enforces rules, but we aren't the fools who enable tyranny. Gavin, the governor, he's corrupt beyond compare. He's a Cheater too, and a multi-millionaire. Gavin, the governor, tells his people to obey. Rambling here and there, but he doesn't care. He's got parties to attend. He dragged us down here we to go. poverty through lockdowns and mandates. And with his raspy Trump, Trump, Trumpity, Trump, Trump, let's let Gavin go. Trumpity, Trump, Trump, Trumpity, Trump, Trump, recall him below. There you go. A little, a little holiday music there for you. One week and one day before the holiest of holidays. Gavin, the governor, thank you to Braddy Kid for reminding me that she sent that to me a year ago. And I had yet to play it this uh, holiday season. So there you go. Gavin the governor. I mean, we got all kinds. Next week is going to be all Christmas music. Now, today is going to be live music. We've got nothing but live uh, covers of songs. Not covers, but live versions of songs, I should say. Uh, but we'll have crazy Christmas music all next week, I promise you. Whoa, no, that's not what I was supposed to play. I was supposed to play this. It's T-shirt time? Yes, it what is. Kind of T-shirt time? T-shirt time? Yeah, it is 12-10. It's T-shirt time. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Everybody knows it's T-shirt time. So annoying. Yeah, you're annoying. It's T-shirt time. Oh, my God. Shut up now. You shut up. I'm just trying to let everybody know. You shut up. Yeah, you put your T-shirt on. And by the way, I received this in the mail yesterday. Nobody signed for it. I mean... This is one of the coolest T-shirts I've ever gotten. It's a picture of Florida Evans from Good Times fame. You remember her, right? 
and it has the greatest phrase ever on it. Damn, damn, damn! So I'm walking around with a picture of a black woman, woman with a big gap between her two, just like Florida Evans, and it just says, damn, damn, damn. So whoever sent this to me, thank you so very much. It was a holiday miracle. I do appreciate it. So that is today's T-shirt. And uh, I had to go yesterday and pick up a, a, a Christmas gift for somebody. Had to send it off. So uh, that person, they know who they are. Christopher, you know who you are. Your gift has been sent. Uh, let's get some. Uh, and, and by the way, uh, Straight Fire sent me an email saying, what's your address? And I, I sent him my address. So if you need my address to send me anything, all you got to do is email me, arnieradio1 at gmail.com. Look at that, Straight Fire, first one here today. He says, oh, shit, it's Friday, and I'm first? How about that? Catch me outside. How about that? Hangtown Gents is happy Friday, ass family. Mike D says, happy Friday, everybody. Let's kick Friday's ass and party this weekend. Amen to that. Douglas says, good morning, everyone. Braddy Kid, good morning, and I uh, hope you have a, a, a an awesome, awesome day. Uh, they, they just got tickets to see Spider-Man tonight. It's sold out everywhere. Like, the only seats were, like, they had, like, one handicapped seat, and that was it. But I found, I, I found a movie theater, and I hate this movie theater. I, 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 ugh, I don't like them motherfuckers. But they had two aisle seats in row E. So I, I snatched those up. I think I'm going to see it in 3D. But I, I don't know. I just know I'm going to see Spider-Man. And uh, my dear friend Carlos Rodriguez, stand-up comedian extraordinaire, from the Sacramento area, who's now based in Las Vegas, went and saw it last night, and he said it, it, it's a movie that you don't want to leave your seat for. So I'm very excited to see that. I will have a review up for you possibly late tonight or tomorrow morning for sure. I didn't get one from Christopher yet. I guess Christopher was not able to attend the star-studded gala last night. We'll find out more. Uh, let's see. Triple T says, good morning, ass family. Hot Mama says, happy Friday, ass. Cowboys girl, happy Friday, ass family. Alicia says, happy Friday, ass amigos. Andrew, happy Friday. Christopher's laughing. Douglas says, I hate Gavin so fucking much. Sassy Pammy is in the house. She says, good morning, happy Friday. Alicia says, fucking love this. Uh, Gavin will probably be Biden's replacement as candidate in 2024. That's a possibility. You got to be worried about that. Oh, we got Joe. And look, look, I have to go back on something I said yesterday, but let me get through the good mornings. Yeah, I, I Christopher, I didn't get it. I have not gotten your 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 thing yet. Hold on a second. Let me let me check another email source over here. Uh let's see. Uh no, no, Christopher, I still have not received uh your your email. No big deal. Hey man, if we can get it up today, that'd be great. If not, whatever. No big deal. Uh, let's see. And who says they don't make any good Christmas music anymore? Y'all got to step up your game. Best gift giver here. Yeah. Oh, Brady Kid. Yeah, Brady Kid's jackass. I'm not even going to talk about it. She she gave me goddamn Reese's peanut butter cups that she already gave me for my birthday. She rewrapped them up, and I was like, oh, my God, because I'm still waiting on gifts from her. And, and she regave those to me today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, Christopher, if you want to send that again, cool. Uh. What I have to go back on, and I'm sorry I have to go back on this, but yesterday was such an insightful day in the news when it came to the ever-so-popular Omicron. Look, look, I don't want to talk about this shit anymore, but when I get headlines like this, 
Um, oh, oh, Mike D. I, she's she's got so much payback coming to her. It's unbelievable. Um, Joe Biden came out and addressed the country yesterday, and I'm telling you right now, he he needs to have this music play when he comes out from now on. Joe Biden said Thursday that Americans unvaccinated against coronavirus are facing a winter of severe illness and death. Right? Severe illness and death. The headline is Biden warns of winner of death for the unvaccinated. I mean, honestly, when he says that, that should play after him. Uh, the ever-so-popular Omicron variant has been detected in 36 states. I'm just going to tell you, it's in all 50 fucking states. Can we stop fucking, can, can we just stop? Can we just stop with the bullshit? It's been detected in 36 states. It's in every fucking state. And why is it in every fucking state? Let me tell you why. Oh, this is this is my favorite thing. This is my the, the lies that have been going on about this goddamn thing for so long. Now I just got to find the damn story again because all my stories went blank. Okay, you ready? You ready? This is why Omicron is spreading so rapidly. You ready? This is fun. It replicates faster than previous versions. It duplicates more slowly in the lungs, which means that's why it's not as bad. It replicates 70 times quicker than the Delta variant in the air. What? This is airborne? Ah. 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 It's airborne? Well, wait a second. You remember all of 2020? We were turning that this is not airborne. This is not an airborne day. It's all been a lie. Of course we know it's airborne. And do you know what that means? That means those masks don't do a goddamned thing. Are, are, are you wearing glasses? Do you have earmuffs on? Most of the time, your butthole and you gals out there who have the vagina, those are covered up. But if you ain't covering your ears, your eyes, you're going to get it. And by the way, by the way, if it can live on plastic and, and cardboard for like four or five days, when you bring in the cardboard from outside and you put it in your house, see, this is how germs work, people. Those germs, they, they don't magically go, oh, we didn't get permission to go in the house, so we're not going to go in there. They stay on the box. And then when you touch the box, then the germs transfer to your fingers. Okay? Then, let's say you go to sneeze, and you go, hoo and you sneeze into your hand. I know you're supposed to do it in your elbow, but some of us are fat, and we can't reach that far. You sneeze into your hand, and lo and behold, oh, my God, those germs are now in your damn body. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm so fucking mad right now at this. 
It, it, look, look, they told us for so long that, oh, it's not airborne. It's not, no, 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 it's not airborne. Of course it's airborne. Come on. Come on. Uh, that's completely wrong. Illness and death among the vaccinated are rising, not the unvaccinated. Uh, you are... Correct the mundo. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, let's see. I resend it when I have a chance. You'll get it around 8. Th- okay, no problem. Thank you. I appreciate it. I do have a tummy ache uh, as of late. Did Joe predict that? Uh, probably. Can these people just let us die in public or in peace? No shit. Um, let's see. At this point, I don't care if I die. Just come, come and vaccinate it. You know, uh, Irad says, I just returned from the post office to send wrap gifts to friends in Washington, and they said it would cost $51. What the actual fuck? I'm keeping the gifts and ordering something from Amazon to deliver direct to them. The guy told me it's cheaper to ship it overseas. Jesus. Pops told me that I am the only one he goes around that is unvaccinated. Dan Dan says, love how he fails to mention fentanyl. Yes, which fentanyl, by the way, has taken over as the number one killer of adults for overdoses. Fentanyl. That's that stuff is nothing to play with. Andrew says, but 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 Arnie, the mask stopped the flu. No, it's sorry, they don't. Sorry about that. Make sure you wear a mask so people next to you don't get sick. See, you're fucked up thinking I give two shits about the person next to me. Mm-hmm. They also fudge numbers by adding those who received the vaccine within two weeks of dying are not vaxxed. Of course, they look, man, they've been fucking with the numbers ever since this thing started. I, I'm not joking. I didn't make up the stories about the beheaded motorcycle rider. That is a true story. Guy who was decapitated in a motorcycle accident, decapitated. You cannot live. Okay, when your head gets cut off, I've, I've never been to medical school, but I'm about 99.9999999% confident on this one, that if you get your head cut off, you will die. I mean, when it's lopped clean off, I'm not talking about one of those decapitations when all the skin's still intact and your neck was just broken. You might be able to come back from that. Your head is in a helmet, and it's on the side of the road, and the rest of your body is up the road about another, I don't know, 300 feet. That guy, they said, died of COVID-19. I'm not making it up. That was, uh, as soon as I heard that, and that one was like about a quarter of the way through. So it's near the beginning that that story happened. As soon as I heard that, I was like, I'm done. I'm done believing anything that's said here. And you know who I feel bad for? I feel bad for, and and I'm not going to make fun of these people. People that trust the government. Because, look, look, we can all be, we can all be jaded. We can all be mean. We can all, we we can all have our, our scab that's been built up towards the government. But there are people that do trust the government. There are people that trust the government that will do the, the government will do the best job for us. 
now, now, I'm not one of those people. But, hey, there are people out there that believe that. They don't believe that our leaders are capable of lying to us like this. And, 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 and I wish, and, and I don't mean the word ignorance to be mean here. I wish I could share in their ignorance. I really do. Because that's what they are. They're ignorant of it. They're not dumbasses. They're just not, they're not privy to it. They don't have the time to read the stuff. They believe the government is here to help us. Sometimes I think that as well. And then I realize, oh, wait a second, it's the government. And it doesn't matter what letter is in front of anybody's names. Didn't Ronald Reagan said the scariest phrase he ever heard was uh, somebody coming up to you and saying, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Um, let's see, uh, ass clown checking. Good morning. Hey, what's up, Brett? Ogre, buenos dias. I feel bad for the kids being told by their sheep parents they have to wear a mask or they'll kill granny. Yeah. Oh, I look, look, the, the kids are those. And, and, and look, there's some parents out there that I, they're just naive. And I get it, man. I get it. I don't want to, I don't want to live in the real world and I don't want to live in a, in a world where it's all conspiracy theory that the government is out to get us all the time. I do think that the government is out there sometimes for good. I do. I think some of the stuff they do is for good. This, though, is not one of them. And by the way, Joe Biden's saying this is going to be, quote, the winter of death. Now, that's a little much, don't you think, Joe? And, and, and by the way, how dumb do they think we are? And, and you know what? Let's not answer that because then that'll piss us off even more. We've been hearing about this terrible Omicron version for like three weeks now. And we have one death from it. And it was in Great Britain, and I still didn't do the research to find out who and what died. Nobody in South Africa, nobody anywhere has died from Omicron, except Great Britain. Yet Joe Biden comes out and warns everybody, because this one is spreading faster. It's crazy how awful this one is. But it's spreading so quickly and so fast, you don't know what to do with it. Well, and then it's running its course, and then the people will be fine. Everybody, oh, my God, it's tripling every single day. America's going to be, why is America going to be shut down? Because those, quote, unquote, 36 states that have it now, it'll be out of there. Have we heard any news from South Africa in the last three weeks? Are people dropping dead in South Africa? Uh, I have to say no because I see more news than you guys see. But they're warning of a winter of death. Those are his words, not mine. People in the Netherlands are fucking scared as hell now too. The Dutch prime minister tells the public not to cuddle grandkids as Christmas is canceled in the Netherlands. No wooden shoes for you. 
Boy, get your finger out of that dike. She's got a talk show to host. <laughs> that one was too easy. I'm sorry. Well, people are dropped dead in San Antonio from bullets or clubs to the head, right? Prime Minister Mark Root has told the Dutch public that there will be no cuddling the grandkids this Christmas as the government effectively canceled Christmas in the Netherlands. How can a government cancel Christmas? What is it, January there already? My cousin died yesterday. He was hit by a car. I'm sorry about that, Douglas. <laughs> At least it says a winner of death, huh? So the Clinton Foundation is going to be busy working overtime these next few months. No, they're just waiting for Ghislaine to get done with her trial. According to their, mag- or their newspaper, De Telegraph, the extended measures include the so-called Avond Lockdown or Evening Lockdown, which forces restaurants, cafes, non-essential retail. By the way, we'll get back to that. Remember that, non-essential retail. Let, let me write that down. Non-essential. See, we're back to that word again. That's, that word should scare you. Uh, non-essential retail to close between the times of 5, a, 5 p.m. and 5 a.m. Because, just like the freaks, Corona comes out at night. Corona comes out at night. The government has also requested for schools to close a week early. Look, going back to non-essential. So once again, we're starting to treat. It's funny how we're doing this now in circles. You remember when stores would only be open till like 8 o'clock at night, the the essential stores? Because COVID comes out in the evening time. That's when it likes to party the most. And we had the, the Walmarts that had only one way in and then one way out. Remember that? Remember all that bullshit? Yeah, get ready. It's coming back. Because I will say it again, and I said this at the beginning of when it first started. Everyone is essential. If you work, you are essential. You know who you're essential to? You're essential to the bank that owns your house. Why? Because you have to pay rent. That makes you essential. You're essential if you have children. You're essential if you don't have children. You are essential. And to think that the coronavirus can't spread through grocery stores or essential businesses like Sam's and Costco, come on. Uh, weren't that close, I'm sure. I'm not sure how to feel. I think I'm just processing it. Uh, dude, did you catch Joe Buck stepping on his dick last night? Look it up. It was super cringy. I didn't. I didn't watch hardly any of last night's game. I, 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 I just, I honestly forgot about it because it's not the Cowboys, so I, I'm not too worried about it. I know it's like the last Thursday night game of Fox is going to do. So, so yes, the the fine folks in the Netherlands, they are uh, they are not having a Christmas this year. Now, there is some – well, and they aren't alone. Philadelphia has said, 
Nope, no more holiday gatherings. Nope, yeah, this is in America now. So if you're thinking to yourself, wait a second, I, I'm not going to the Netherlands anytime soon. This isn't America. It doesn't affect us. Well, don't, don't, don't be so quick to judge there. Philadelphia officials have warned against hosting holiday gathers involving multiple households due to the Omicron variant. I swear, the city of Philadelphia hates Christmas. They threw snowballs and booed Santa Claus at an Eagles game. And now they're telling people, once again, here they go. I'm not a broken record, people. They're telling you you can't be with your family again. No, this is not a replay of a show from 2020. It started in 2020. They didn't want you to be around your family on Easter. Then Thanksgiving. Or, I'm sorry, then Halloween. Then Thanksgiving. Then Christmas. Lo and behold, they loosen it up a little bit for Easter, and by 4th of July, we are wide open. And then the Delta variant hit, so we got to shut down. I'm sick and tired of this bullshit. Cities like Philadelphia, you're not even a real city. You're all a bunch of dirtbags. Now, there are some good news coming out. Where do I start? Let, let's start with uh, Ohio hospitals. And you're going to start seeing this more. And I like it. Ohio hospitals have come out and said, eh, you know, um, we're going to pause on the old vaccine mandate because uh, our ICUs are going to be stretched. Now, now, wait, wait a second here. Hold on. I, I, I need some help. <laughs> The, the dreaded Omicron that's going on right now. Are, are, are people going to the hospital in droves? Are, are, are they going there a bunch? I, I haven't seen the hospital numbers go up because of Omicron. See, this is what I really, truly hate about our government right now. Um, is the fact that they really think that we're stupid. And, and let me explain. They don't think that we can pay attention to what's happening in other parts of the world and people are not going to hospitals and they're not dropping dead of this then why are the ICUs so overrun with COVID cases? Alicia says they want their ICUs filled. They just don't have the proper and safe staffing for it because they fired all the anti-vax people. Yes. And now, guess what? They're hiring them back. Now, this would be a time, I would say, for uh, anyone who didn't get vaccinated to go to their union if you are in a union. I'm not a big fan of unions. I I respect them. I understand what they're there for, but uh, I'm not a big fan of them. But this is where you got to use your union for you. 
You go to your union and you say, we want a fucking 10-year contract now with this hospital. And it, it safeguards us from all these. Otherwise, we don't come back and your ICUs are fucked. This is the time to play hardball. I'm telling you that right now. You've got them. They need you. They see the writing on the wall. And here's the biggest thing. My contract would be getting paid way more. Oh, and my fucking union hasn't done dick. And that's the problem is that the unions are in bed with the the people that pay them the most. And the government's going to end up paying them the most. So they're going to be in bed with that. Uh, Ogre says, I blame Kanye West by saying George Bush doesn't care about black people. And the Katrina backlash governments are not taking a single chance being blamed for not doing anything. Yeah. Right now, contract nurses in North Carolina are making eight grand a week. They're paying travel nurses anywhere between 3K and 10K a week. Wow. I'd also ask for double my old pay, too. Bend them over. Yes, bend them over. Take advantage of them. That's why you have a union. So you don't have to. Make, make the unions the bad guys. You're not the bad guys. You elected the bad guys to represent you. And it's time that they say, and, and by the way, I don't look at this as bending them over. I, I, I see this as a mandatory apology that they have to give you in the form of lucrative contracts for what they did to all first responders, not just nurses. And, I, and I'm not putting nurses down, and I'm not leaving you out. But let's remember, there are cities in this country. Los Angeles has fired firefighters. Or they put them on leave. The city of Reno was going to put firefighters on leave until they backed down finally. These are men and women who are willing to run into burning buildings. These are men and women willing to allow people to aim guns at them. These are men and women who have to carry bedpans full of shit and piss and blood. And they do it happily. And the way that they have all been treated by the government, by all the super-vaxxers, has been downright, flat-out, Bullshit. Nurses, doctors, police officers, firefighters, EMTs, paramedics, how dare you? How dare you try to force those people to do something against their will? And when they don't do it, you fucking cut them loose. Yet they got you through the entire beginning of this fucking pandemic. They got you through 11 months. And I say 11 because it started in January. All this bullshit started in January of last year. And it wasn't until November when they, or December when they started vaccinating people. And then these mandates came out. 
It is bullshit. And, and and I get so worked up over it because not only I know that Alicia and, and Brett it, it, that they're they're those people my best friend in the entire world and, and another person who I love like a brother, the Warbird. These are firefighters that I know. I know a lot of firefighters, especially down here. Fucking half of the damn water park became firefighters. So I can't watch any of those goddamn firefighter movies that fucking people die in. It fucking kills me. That damn Joaquin Phoenix movie with John Travolta where he dies. Sorry, spoiler alert. God damn, that's a horrific movie for me to watch. Because I don't want to picture my friends dying in a burning building. Yet they do that job. And how do we say thank you to them? Oh, if you don't get the vaccine, you're fired. Huh? It's a vaccine for a cold. Oh, that's the movie, Ladder 49. Fuck that. I saw that in movie theaters. I had to to leave. That movie ripped me apart. Uh, I work for Big Corp, and our union has been threatened by us to get their shit together before our next contract in a couple months. We aren't playing. They need to. Be, uh, they don't, and they're gone. Uh, and we'll uh, form workers' union ourselves. I can't demand anything from work because we're all remote workers and essentially digital ditch diggers. There you go. Well, hey, but you get to work at home. Uh, I think it was earlier, like 2019. Okay, it, it was. And look, the first cases came out in 2019. We didn't know what it was until about the end of January, though. Did you just uh, Jew Joaquin, <laughs> Joaquin, or did I hear Joaquin wrong? Uh, that's what it is. It's Joaquin. Joe Queen, or whatever his name was, the guy who played a ter- did a terrible job playing Johnny Cash. Hence, he didn't win the Academy Award. Uh, so there you go. So Ohio hospitals have started, and I think that's going to be the first domino. And here's somebody else who needs to come out and go, wait a second, uh, we're wrong. Did you see, did you happen to see the CEO of Southwest Airlines came out and said, quote, masks don't add much, if anything, Against COVID nineteen on planes. What? Wait, 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 what? The airline and CEO emphasized how superior air quality is on airplanes compared to indoor spaces, calling into question mandates imposed both by airlines and the Biden administration. CEO Gary Kelly told a U.S. Senate panel on Wednesday that quote masks don't add much, if anything. Then why do we have to wear them? I don't understand. I just don't. They've got mask mandates now everywhere again. Not here in Texas because it's illegal to mandate masks. Love you, Governor Wheels. Um, it's, it's strongly recommended. It's strongly recommended. And businesses can do it. Look, if you got a business 
and you say, hey, you got to wear a mask, then, hey, by all means. That's your business. You want to protect it? I stand by you. I stand by you. Looks like I just got it. Christopher, I just got it, buddy. I'll be putting it up during one of the breaks here soon. Um, but, hey, if you want that for your business, you want to you require people to wear masks, okay. But don't be surprised when your numbers go down. Because, you see, this is what we do here in this country. If you really haven't paid attention, this is what we do. The government likes to scare you. This government, this current government likes to scare you. And Americans, once again, they're ignorant, and I'm not using that to put them down. It's just they're ignorant to the situation. They're ignorant because maybe they're working too much. They're ignorant because maybe they have too much stuff going on in their family to where they can't watch as much TV as I watch, and I watch the news. And when you see a bunch of people walking around with masks on your face, I understand people are going to get freaked out. This is what we do in this country. See, this is the thing that we don't talk about enough, is that this country, we see what people do, and they get scared. When they see the mask mandates, when they see, you know, all this kind of stuff, they get scared, and they think to themselves, oh, man, it's too dangerous to go outside. We're not going to go outside. There's a, there's a place down the street for me. I am right now. I'm, I'm going to tell you about this. Um, I have a boycott going of Chick-fil-A. It's a personal boycott. No, it's not because they don't put enough cheese in their mac and cheese. Their mac and cheese is superior to anybody's mac and cheese. I love Chick-fil-A. There is one that is literally, literally six-tenths of a mile from my house. If I ever so desired, I could walk to it. But we know that shit ain't going to happen. Me walk to a Chick-fil-A. They have yet to open, reopen their dining room. Now, when people drive by and they don't see the dining room closed, that will scare them into thinking, oh, my God, the pandemic is back. Now, there are some places that haven't reopened their dining rooms because they can't hire enough people. There's a place that I go to called Taco Casa. It's about eh, about four miles away from the house. So there ain't no walking going on to that either. But their dining room's been closed too. Now, Taco Casa, I imagine, doesn't pay as well as Chick-fil-A. And bratty kid, I was picking her up at work yesterday, and the Chick-fil-A that's by our house is right by the Kroger. And the employees are parking at the Kroger. Last night I saw a shift change, and they have a little shuttle that takes them over there, and they're parking there illegally, and I'm going to vandalize their cars. Um, but I saw eight people get picked up, literally eight people in this, in this caravan, eight people on a shift change. This restaurant isn't g- gigantic. You've got eight new people coming in, and they can't, they, they don't reopen. They, well, obviously they got enough employees. They're doing it to save money. 
Now, I don't know why Chick-fil-A is needing anybody to save money. It's Chick-fil-A. They can print money there. And you ain't got your fucking, you, you ain't got your dining room open? Well, fuck you. You are now a bigger part of the problem. And, and, and I hate that. I hate the, the fear-mongering that goes on in this country. Taco Casa hot sauce is the truth. Big Coop says, I'm eating a Chick-fil-A right now. Well, see, that's the other thing, Hangtown Jen. Why are they parking in another business's parking lot across the street? Because if employees were to park in that parking lot, it would maybe look like their dining room was open. But the empty parking lot they want to keep for the illusion. That it's closed down. It's no illusion. It is closed down. Credit Arnie states for the first turning us into Chick-fil-A on Sacramento radio years ago. Yeah. I take credit for Chick-fil-A moving to Sacramento. Everyone in Sacramento, you're all welcome. Uh, I I brought the first Chick-fil-A there over there uh, off of uh, Pleasant Grove by the Walmart and the Sam's. They came into work. You know how people were always stand outside a new Chick-fil-A and you try to get a year free? They, I didn't have to do that. They came to me. I got a year's worth of Chick-fil-A brought to me. Just 365 gift cards, but that's still a year. I love Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A is delicious. But fuck them now. Fuck this, this guy's ruining it for everybody. See, if I worked at that Kroger, I'm pretty sure uh, I'm petty enough to have all those cars towed. Not shoppers or employees of my store. Um, running a park and ride. I'm not running a car lot. Fuck you. Across the street. Yeah. Oh, look. I From what I understand. Well, look, look. This Kroger that's across the street. This Kroger is run by a bunch of fucking mouth-breathing retards. That, that, don't get me started on that place. Let, let, let me tell you a quick story. One quick story. Okay, so Braddy Kid works there, right? And she had some new kid start. A 17, 18-year-old. 16, 17, I don't know how old this fucking punk was. But he went up to her, right? And, 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 and this, is the, this is the work ethic of kids now. Not that we had a much better work ethic, but we were worried always about getting fired. This kid goes up to Braddy Kid. He shows up, first and foremost, two hours late to work. Kroger don't do anything to him. And he goes up to his lead or his supervisor and says, uh, I have to poop. He's two hours late and he's got to take a shit. So he proceeds to go to the bathroom and nobody sees this fucking chuckle fucker for two and a half hours. He's in the fucking commode for two and a half hours. Finally, Braddy Kid sent him home. But did the motherfucker go home? No! He stayed. He stayed. And his excuse was, oh, I really had to go. Nobody really has to go for two and a half hours. If you're shitting for two and a half hours, you're flat out dying of dehydration. Motherfuckers in there either jerking off, talking on the phone, playing video games, or he fell asleep. Now, I wouldn't want to fall asleep in a goddamn grocery store bathroom. 
but this is the work ethic. Sorry, I had to go off. I've been holding that in for a few days. Dumbass kid. But now we got CEOs of major airlines saying, well, the masks don't work. Yeah, no shit, dickhead. We know the masks don't work. By the way, the NFL is just all over the place right now. They, 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 if if you can get a, if you can find a, a casino that's willing to take your bet on the Browns versus the Raiders, take the Raiders and give as many points as you want because the starting quarterback and the backup quarterback are out of the game. Baker Mayfield's upset about it. The NFL is starting to, the players are starting to get a little pissy. And you know who's going to really get pissy? The betters. The betters are really going to start getting pissy, and they're going to have to clean up this whole COVID bullshit that's going on. Uh, Does he have Crohn's or celiac disease? Jesus. He's got a big dumbass disease. That's what he's got. That's just part of the idiots that work there. So you got the NFL, they're starting to get pissed off. And then there is a poll that recently came out. Nearly 70% of Americans say Omicron does not warrant mandates. Well, God bless you 70% of Americans that were surveyed in that. Because once again... This is a strain of the virus that's not that strong. You're not going to be that sick. You're not going to die. But now they're warning us to stay inside. Don't go out. Don't go to holiday parties. Wear a mask. Social distance. Wear a second mask. Get further away. Maybe even possibly put on a third mask. Yet every report we see from middle-of-the-road journalists, which there aren't many of, are saying this variant isn't that bad. You ain't going to die from it. And it's funny because about 90% of the people that are getting sick from it have the vaccine. Now, isn't that weird? Isn't that peculiar? Now, that, that that's enough when it comes to this. We, we've got plenty of other stories. We've got lots of great fucking entertainment type stories and stuff as well. I love this. Woke retailers who asked Congress for help amid these smash and grabs were the same ones who supported the left-wing police reforms. The same guys six months ago and gals who said defund the police Come on, we got to defund these bad police. These police are terrible. They're killing everyone. Which they weren't. Are now going to Congress and say, you have to do something about these smashing grabs that are going on. We're losing hundreds of thousands of dollars. Please. Please. Nearly two dozen CEOs signed the letter to Congress asking for support as theft crimes rage. Target, Nordstrom, Levi Strauss, super liberal company, 
Ulta Beauty, and Home Depot. All saying, please, government, help us. Please help us. You know what you should do? This is what you should do. Before you ask the government to help you, how about you do this, you CEO dick faces? How about you go through your little corporate policies and you change a few of them? If somebody starts to walk out of your store and they got some of your merchandise, your employees are are allowed to tackle and then beat the fuck out of that person. I I, I don't know. It, it, it just makes me laugh to these people. Defund the police. We got to get rid of these corrupt cops. So getting rid of all cops will be a good start. Hmm. But now, please help us. I can't blame them. I mean, honestly, I can't blame them for wanting to, you know, it to stop due to uh, what happened yesterday. They found a California crime ring, which found over 15,000 stolen items. <laughs> worth close to $250,000. Two people were arrested in connection with a large retail theft operation in Northern California. California Highway Patrol organized retail crime task force investigators in the San Francisco PD conducted three search warrants in the Bay Area. And what did they find? Over 15,000 stolen items. Companies uh, write whatever permissions they want. They'll still get sued, and employees will individually held liable in court. What employee is going to risk realistically risk that? All the bullshit bravado talk aside, really, what employee would? Yeah, that's it. Look, it's a good point. It, you, you make a good point there, Ogre. And it, you know what? The, I think the, what's happening is the companies themselves are trying to protect them. There are a few people out there that would do the job. If you hired a security job to do the job, see, this is this is where we have to stop fucking pussyfooting around in this country. If you break into somebody's house, they can kill you. Now, I don't think that that Target should be allowed to kill you if they ste- if you steal something. But tackle you and take you to the ground? Absolutely. You're stealing from them. I, and, and, and by the way, this is a long process. So I, I know that my, my way is not going to be held here, Ogre, because you're right. The litigious society that we live in right now, you can't do anything to anybody. You can watch somebody take something off the shelf, put it in their pocket, and walk out the door. If you touch them, you're probably going to get sued, and most likely in this fucked-up country that we have, you're going to win. That's the shit that we got to change. This isn't as simple as saying the company is now allowed to tackle. Look who's being protected. The criminals. Criminals are protected more than the store. By the way, the same would go for a mom and pop shop. 
mom and pop shop got robbed and, and, and pop decided to go out there and grab the person. They're looking at a lawsuit. But Ma and Pa don't make near as much as Walmart and Target. And now the victims are the bad guys. The victims are the store owners. They're the bad guys. The fuck is wrong with that picture? You come and steal from my store, I, I might cut your hand off. Just saying. Go ahead and sue me. Because I'm going to close my store down and declare bankruptcy. What are you going to get then? That's what I thought. The future is online ordering since brick and mortar stores. That's not true because the problem is there's so many issues with ordering online. Hello? You got 58,000 boats that are sitting in the Atlantic Ocean. I understand what you're saying, Brett. and and, And I think a lot of people will go towards that. But once again, we're America. Let, let's stop telling falsehoods. We're America. When we order something, we want it. We want it. We'll pay extra for it. We'll pay a lot extra for it. But if it's coming overseas and you paid extra for it, well, you're still fucked. Online is great and everything. I hate buying hats online. I I will never buy another fitted hat online as long as I live. There are a lot of things that people won't buy online, and, and, and I salute them for it. But the idea that brick-and-mortar stores are going to end up going away, that, that just ain't going to happen. Because you got, you got too many people in this country that need instant gratification. Stop pussyfooting around 100%. Amen to that. These words typed as I'm going to take my fourth mandatory anti-harassment class in two years. You would think I'm a workplace Sam Malone. Kids, he's from Cheers. Google it. That's why we need more incentive for companies to build here. They won't because pay, insurance, environmental regulations, et cetera, et cetera, are so much higher than they are even in Mexico. And why are all those things here? Is because we're all a bunch of fucking crybaby pussies. Case and example. Placer County, 12 years ago, 10, 12 years ago, when I worked on another show, we built our own building. That was pretty fucking impressive. Radio show has their own studio, own building. Way before Joe Rogan. Now, we would have been in that, we ended up going in that building the week of Thanksgiving. Because I remember only doing three shows in there. It was phenomenal. It was great. We were supposed to be in there about three weeks before that. But Placer County at that time, had a man going around to all businesses, including and especially new businesses. And he was in there for people with disabilities. And he would measure, he would take things, and if it wasn't built to um, 
what, what do they call that? HIPAA? Not HIPAA. Uh, if it wasn't built to code for the, the, the cripples and in, in, in handicapped, he would fucking slap a suit on them until they got it fixed. We got wind of it, so we had to change everything, and it sent us three weeks and back. And we built a building where no one, and there was a ramp to get in. We had a ramp. But the counters, like Brett says, the counters had to be a certain height. All this stuff. And we didn't even have ADA. Thank you. Appreciate that. We didn't have anybody with any issues. See, that's where the government has to come along and and they go, well, do you have anybody that's going to? Because we weren't allowing people in that building. That building was for, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, possibly six, seven, eight, eight people at the most had access to that building. Eight people. None of them were in wheelchairs. None of them had any kind of disabilities. But we have these people that want to be, be Nazis about this stuff and go around and ruin people's lives and ruin people's businesses because they felt they feel like they're left out. Well, of course you're left out. You're not welcome on our show. Uh, that wonderful wealth and prosperity in the house of cards that is the USA is built upon the illusion that we have more wealth. We're paying less for products than we should because they're made overseas cheaply. So we, in theory, have more expendable money uh, for other comp- consumable stuff. It is what's made here. It's more expensive, relatively speaking, but customers who would, wouldn't bitch about it. So companies don't want to lose profit margins. Say they move overseas. We do it to ourselves. You're damn right we do it to ourselves, Ogre. Yeah, that same asshole rolled around Paradise and Butte County a few years before that. In cases he's in case he's listening, I challenge him to a fight. Oh, I hated that guy. I hated it because he put us in our building three weeks late. Oh, I was pissed. Somebody who had to pay for that shit. God damn. Now in our final story, and yes, let's see. Oh, I, there's the re- okay. The reviews here. I will put the review in here in just a second. Um, I still live in Placer County, and we want our shit. You ain't getting me back. You ain't getting me back. I live in Texas now. He ain't getting me nowhere near it back. The White House has unveiled a plan to replace every lead pipe in America. This is what you're working on? This is what you're working on. Not COVID. Definitely not the border. Not any foreign issues. You want to replace every lead pipe in America. Well, how is Colonel Mustard going to kill anybody in the fucking study? President Joe Biden promised his infrastructure proposal would replace every lead pipe in the country. The White House says it has a plan to deliver. Are you kidding me? Are you serious? 
As many as 10 million U.S. households, schools, and care facilities get their drinking water through lead pipes. And each pipe can cost thousands of dollars to replace. Lead poisoning can cause serious health problems, especially for children whose physical and mental development can be severely affected. Now, now, come on. Come on. Come, come on. We all went to school. We had lead pipes. There weren't kids dropping left and right with mental issues. That was happening because they were smoking weed, maybe dripped in LSD or dripped in, in angel dust. It wasn't because of the lead pipes. I love that this, this administration now has a war going on with lead pipes. Are, are, are you serious? You, you can't be. You can't be serious. That your number one job now is to get rid of the lead pipes. Oh, please come up with the phrase, get the lead out. Oh, God, that would be so fantastic. That would truly age our president right there. Uh, I've got a new plan here. We're going to get the lead out. This guy is such an ass clown. I, I can't get over how goddamn dumb the leader of America actually is. This country is doomed. I'll say. It is doomed, not just because of African-Americans. What? But because by 2040, this country is going to be minority white European. And that's a problem once again. Why? Unfucking believable Jesus Christ. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It is that time again. It is time, ladies and gentlemen, for Celebrity. Today, we will be doing the Mount Rushmore of Christmas movies. These will be the four greatest Christmas movies of all time. Ones that you watch every single year and maybe even sometimes in July. Let's get it on. All right. In our first matchup. Yeah. Let's do it. Wait, wait, wait. Before I get to this, Cowboys Girl says, let's ignore the opioid addiction and deaths and focus on lead pipes. Uh. Also, Jim Psaki, she was bragging the other day about the president and his foreign policy year that he's had. An amazing year of foreign policy. They didn't bring up Afghanistan. (laughs) They didn't bring it up. They're bragging about how great this guy is at foreign policy, yet they didn't talk about that little snafu in Afghanistan. You gotta be fucking kidding me. All right, here we go. In our first matchup, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, get ready. It's a doozy. We have the movie where Will Ferrell answered a phone. Hi, this is Buddy the Elf. What's your favorite color? The movie Elf. Taking on that very, very strange movie with Tom Hanks 
that they made a ride out of called Polar Express. So in our first matchup, we have Elf taking on Polar Express. Ass family, <laughs> who you got? Let's just go ahead and pin this one in. Wow, 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 it's over. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that match is over before it even started. Buddy the Elf moves on. Our next matchup. If you haven't seen this movie yet this year, just wait, because TBS will be playing it for 24 hours, and then TNT will take over. And I'm talking about the movie that introduced us to the Red Rider BB gun. And our man, Ralphie, a Christmas story. Fragile. Fragile. A Christmas story. Taking on the Tim Allen Christmas movie where he turns into Santa Claus. The Santa Claus. Christmas story versus the Santa Claus. Ask family who you got. What, you've never seen a Christmas story, Triple T? Good Lord. How have you never seen a Christmas story? My parents wouldn't take me to see it. They thought it looked stupid, so I had to wait until it came on cable. And by the way, this matchup is over, too. Good Lord. Red Rider BB gun destroyed the Santa Claus Christmas story moves on. Triple T, you got to watch it this year. This is your year, man. I feel it. All right. Next matchup. Oh, man. This next movie gave us one of the greatest lines ever uttered in holiday movies. Shitter was full. Good old Cousin Eddie. And a Christmas vacation where everybody went to the Griswolds and it's taking on the Bill Murray movie that gave us a new look at Ebenezer Scrooge and the movie Scrooged. Christmas vacation versus Scrooged. Ask family who you got.
it over? Yeah, it, it, this one's over as well. My God. It is over, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Uh, Christmas vacation moves on. Now, this next matchup is a couple of crappy movies because I had to leave better movies, some other movies on the other side of the bracket as well. Our first one is the Tim Burton Christmas joint that they actually built a ride to at Disneyland, The Nightmare Before Christmas, a movie I have never seen. Taking on, uh, yes, it's the Arnold Schwarzenegger Christmas movie. I did it with Sinbad. It's called Jingle All the Way. My son wants a special toy, and I have to file the ma- fight the mailman, also known as Sinbad, to get it. So we have Nightmare Before Christmas versus Jingle All the Way. Ass family, this one's the toughest one we've had. Who you got? It's a dog fight here. ourselves a winner. Ass family, we have a winner. It is the Tim Burton joint on Nightmare Before Christmas. So now we are all set to find out who will be placed on the Mount Rushmore of Christmas movies. Our first matchup, this one, I let me let me just tell you, this is one of the hardest ones I've ever seen here. We have the Will Ferrell movie, James Caan, the broad who sings in everything she does, where they have to save Santa and save the spirit of Christmas in the movie Elf. And it's taking on a movie that we all, all our parents said, that will take your eye out. A Christmas story. Elf versus a Christmas story. Ask family who you got. Wow. 
Wow. Wow, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, a Christmas story, a Christmas story has moved on and is in the Mount Rushmore. And who will be joining us? Will it be the Chevy Chase Great Holiday Classic Christmas Vacation? Or will it be the Tim Burton joint that had celebrate two Christmases or Christmas and Halloween, the Nightmare Before Christmas? Vacation versus uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas as family. Who ya got? Don't get all freaked out yet because we have a round two coming up after the next break, ass family. 775-357-FANS is the number, arnieradio1 at gmail.com. If you have any questions about the show, you can write me there. If you have, you want my address to send me Christmas presents, you can write me right there. I will answer it, or you can always write me right here on Mixler. It is live versions week, and we'll start off with one of my favorite live versions from Hank Williams Jr. Old uh, Ernest Tubb was the sweetest man to me. He was like another father to me. Ernest Tubb told them like it was. He said, I know their daddy real well. They were jealous of him, too, when he came to Grand Ole Opry. Shaking all over the stage and hey, good looking, Jambalaya. I said, the funny part of it, what y'all don't realize, all these good old rock and roll players that know how to play, they told me right off the bat, son, I love that song. If they don't like Hank Williams, they can kiss our ass. I love old Van Halen. I love Johnny Cash. I think old Watashi Wayland tables up in mash. Oh, all these good old songs is easy as smoking crap. Anybody that don't like Hank Williams, Hank Jr., they can kiss our ass. 
Early one morning while making the rounds I took a shot of cocaine and I shot my woman down I went right home and I went to bed I stuck at loving 44 beneath my head Got up next morning and I grabbed that gun Took a shot of cocaine and away I run Made a good run but I run too slow They overtook me down in Juarez, Mexico Laid in the hot joints, taking the pills And walked the sheriff from Jericho Hill He said, Willie Lee, your name is not Jack Brown You're the dirty hack that shot your woman down Said, yes, oh yes, my name is Willie Lee If you've got a warrant just to read it to me Shut her down because she made me slow I thought I was her daddy, but she had five more When I was arrested, I was dressed in black They put me on a train and they took me back Had no friend for to go my bail They slapped my dieter carcass in that county jail Early next morning about a half past nine I spied a sheriff coming down the line. A tanny coughed as he cleared his throat. He said, put me on, you dirty hack, into that district court. Into the courtroom my trial began, where I was handled by 12 honest men. Just before the jury started out, I saw that little judge come as to look about. In about five minutes and walked a man Holding the verdict in his right hand The verdict read in the first degree I hollered, Lordy, Lordy, have mercy on me The judge, he smiled as he picked up his pen Ninety-nine years in the fulsome pen Ninety-nine years underneath that ground Forget today I shut that bad bitch down Come on, you gotta listen unto me Lay off that whiskey and let that cocaine be These men have receptions, Matlock, A50632 And Bat Shelter, A39879 They have receptions Yeah, I doubt that. When the whistle blows this morning, and I walk down in that cool dark mine, I see a prayer to my dear Savior. Please let me see the sunshine one more time. Well, Came and told her he lost his life 
Shopping done yet? First of all, you ain't gonna be able to ship it in time. Shipping's all fucked up this year. Secondly, everybody likes to talk about how the day after Thanksgiving is the busiest shopping day of the year. Right? Okay. Not true. The busiest shopping day of the year is tomorrow. Saturday before Christmas. And it is going to be a madhouse out there. We went shopping, what, two Saturdays ago at North Park Mall here in Dallas? It was pure mayhem. I, I mean, I, we, we luckily got a spot close. And, yes, I did use my handicap placard. But I use that all the time. But we were lucky enough to find one. So, if you have to go to the mall tomorrow, brace yourselves. They, they leave all weapons at home because someone will, will, will push you to the point that you'll want to break out some brass knuckles, and I have three pair of them. I did not take any to the mall three weeks ago. If I were going to the mall tomorrow, I would have that. And I would have my big Bowie knife with me just because it's going to be crazy. So there you go. Now, if you are going out today and you happen to go to a movie and you're like, what should I go see? Our man Christopher has done it yet again. Spectacular review. See, I think what happened was he got a little hopped up last night on the Web Slinger juice because he was at the star-studded premiere. 
He was there with Jared Leto and, and, and Tom Holland and Zendaya. They were all there. Christopher, I saw him on the red carpet. I knew he was there. Maybe he just got hung up partying with the Hollywood elites a little bit too much. But his review is now up on the Facebook page. Man, oh, man, I can't wait until I say his review is up at ArnieRadio.com. Oh, that 2022 is going to be such an amazing year. I just know it. And there will be a lot of people to thank, but Ratbird, you are the man. That's all I got to say. And uh, you can go read his review there. It's fantastic, as he always does. I will have my review up tomorrow. Since you got a review up now, you'll get my review tomorrow on the new Spider-Man movie. Uh, everybody's saying this is this is the greatest Marvel movie of all time. That's high praise. Now, when we were playing music there, uh, Cowboys Girl. Cowboys Girl, I saw your request from yesterday for uh, Dominic the donkey, the donkey. I've got that in the system. Clint Black, Milk and Cookies. Boy, I hate that fucking song. I really do. But uh, I, I will put it in there. It's not about me. I will put that in there. I've been working on the Christmas music for next week. So we'll have it. Next Friday, I'm, I'm just going to tell you this right now. If all week you're, you're sitting around, you, and, and I know people are hating Christmas music, and I, I don't blame you. But, you know, this is the first year, and I, I'll give credit where credit's due. Braddy Kid brought it out to me that I wanted to have a good Christmas this year. I wanted to be festive. So we, we've had a great Christmas this year. And if you're wondering why you don't hear this all week, next week. You know, the greatest Christmas song of all time. I'll fight you on it. That, that right there is it. That right there is the goat. If we're wondering all week, wait a second, he hasn't played this. And she put up. She also put up, oh, and Bob Dylan's Christmas Island. You're goddamn right we're going to be playing Bob Dylan's Christmas Island. You cannot have a Christmas and not play Bob Dylan's Christmas Island. Ready? How'd you like to spend Christmas with a kid toucher? How'd you like to spend the holiday away out across the sea? Across the sea. How'd you like to spend Christmas? Don't worry. Friday will be the who's who of Christmas songs. I'm telling you right now, there's only there's only one Christmas song that even comes close to Blue Christmas. Only one. And it's this one right here. Christmas straight to you from George Strait. You goddamn right. That's going to get played next Friday. Melikalikiaki. Yeah, we got that in there. Christmas shoes. Angels among us. Angels among us. That's not a Christmas song. 
or anything by pentatonics. Okay, I, I'm still working on it. Like I, let's see. Uh, recently added. Let's see. Uh, yeah, look, we have a lot of Christmas music for next week. So if, if I don't play something, and I'm, I let me pre pre apologize. Uh, but I'm trying to do the best Christmas music next week. And next Friday will be the crescendo, if you will. So there you go. Uh, all right. Uh, Brett says, I hate Christmas music, but loyal to ass. Hey, these are the good Christmas songs. I'm not going to play any lame Burl Ive shit. I'm not going to play the stuff that, you know, whatever radio station 93.6 started playing on November 1st. Oh, no, 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 no. Now, that was, this is Stackar saying this, Alicia. So if you need to find somebody to use as a punching bag, use him. He says, LOL, which I don't really think he means. He's trying to throw you off. He says, F pentatonics. Voice play is better. So those are fighting words to me. I, I'm re- I am ready to, to, to book that fight. Alicia versus Stackar. Mm-hmm. In the octagon. Early early wagering is in already on that fight. Uh, it looks like the purple belt, Alicia, is about a 9,000 to 1 favorite. You're a big underdog, Stackar. All right, she's, an, she's a 1 to 9,000. You have to bet $9,000 on Alicia to win a dollar. Yeah. Yep. All right. All right, let's get into the next break, son. Uh, we got Sparring United 5. Come through and I'll sign a waiver, yo. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, let's see. I wanted to, which song? Let's see. Okay. Got Christopher's up there. He wrote a great review again. I'll do the Kamala splash from the top rope. <laughs> you will not make it to the top rope. That's a lot of climbing. Um. Yeah, that's why. Well, okay, here we go. Uh, so a lot of lot of entertainment type news here. Bruce Springsteen. I'm not the world's biggest Springsteen fan. I respect him. I I do respect Bruce Springsteen. He's a hell of an artist. I don't like any of his political bullshit, but he is a hell of an artist. This is what I hate though when artists do this. He has sold his entire music rights to Sony in an estimated $500 million deal. Now, what this means is, A, Bruce Springsteen, who wasn't hurting for money to begin with, is going to get a half a billion dollars to all the rights for his songs, and Sony will have those rights. Which means now that we are going to see songs like Born to Run be Born to Have Fun. We're going to start seeing them in all kinds of commercials, all kinds of shit out there. All because Springsteen. And, I, you know, I always thought Springsteen was a real artist. I guess he's not. I mean, look. $500 million, that's a lot of money. I'll tell you that right now. $500 million, that's a half a billion dollars. That's tough to say no to. 
but he's given up his rights, so we'll we'll start seeing all Bruce Springsteen's biggest hits. Glory Days will be probably sold to a soap opera. They'll probably make a soap opera now called Glory Days. Paul Simon did it, Bob Dylan. Yeah, they all do it, and it's fucking Led Zeppelin did it. Remember when Led Zeppelin gave up their rights? And we saw Led Zeppelin songs in fucking Dodge commercials? So much for counterculture, yeah. So there you go. Bruce Springsteen, half a billion dollars richer now. Is he married? Boy, he better fucking stay faithful. <laughs> that will be an expensive fucking divorce. Oh, where do oh do I have that? Oh, I don't have that up. Oh, I don't have any place for that yet. Oh, I do. No, no, I don't. Here we go. Oh, I'm I'm saving that for the end. Okay, that's why. It's oh bad news. You know HBO. They they they've got their new HBO Max and they've got all their shows on there and it's been. COVID heard it because they were supposed to really debut with the Friends reunion. Which was pretty good, by the way. And a lot of these, I don't know about you guys, but how many more streaming services do we need? You got Hulu, you got Netflix, you've got HBO Max, Paramount. Paramount Plus, I know I'm li- Peacock. You got all these fucking different streaming services out there now, and it's going to end up costing you more than cable. But HBO, they released their new Sex in the City, and they had a bad week because the new Sex in the City was released this week, or last week it was released. And one of the main characters died. Mr. Big. That's a that that's the horse face chick's husband in the show. He dies. Remember, and they they had all this fucking fallout and they sued Peloton suing him, and then Peloton put out a commercial. Well, if HBO thought they were having a bad week, that guy who plays Mr. Big, Chris Noth, he's having an even worse week. He gets killed off on a show. And then they pay him to do a Peloton commercial, so all's good. Now, two women have come forward saying that Chris Noth raped them in his L.A. home in 2004. One woman, he left needing stitches. The other woman isn't saying anything. He's 67 years old. Uh, LAPD says they have not started an investigation on him. The woman, who's now 40, aired her claim in a Hollywood Reporter article this week. A second woman, now 31, also accused the actor of sexual assault in the report, claiming that he raped her in his New York apartment in 2015. He is married. He met his wife three years before these women even came forward. In a statement, Noth added, uh, admitted to consensual encounters with the two women, but denies any accusations that he sexually assaulted them. I'm just going to tell you right now, Hollywood is going to stay away from this guy with a 20-foot pole. 
Ogre says, as much as I despise Taylor Swift's music, she gives the middle finger to the investment firm that bought all her music rights once her label sold them. She's re-recording all her old stuff on a different label that she controls the rights to, so the investment company can't tell her what to do. Yeah, she's an artist. Good morning, Derek. How are you, my friend? Arnie, you don't even know the Indian channels all cut their satellite feeds to USA. So uh, I got uh, Barrage Hotspot and ZTV on top USA ones. Chris Noth is the talk of the town, and now out of the blue, he's being accused of something, huh? Isn't it weird? Not a good week for him, though. This is the one thing you don't want to be brought up on. You want everybody talking about you, like, hey, look at that. He's killed off. Oh, okay, good. He can be an RC. And he's a pretty good actor. I don't have a problem with him. Uh, but, yeah. And they're also saying, like, I saw some report, like, for all you Sex and the City fans out there, I, I, I when, 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 when Satana was in my life, she watched the show, and, and I would leave the room. I, I couldn't watch. I couldn't stand the show. Uh, but I know it's a very popular show. And it's dealt with, like, real-life stuff a lot. But I think now it's getting too real-life because they killed off this character, and there is a report that the horse-faced chick will suffer dementia during the portions of this show. They're going to give a point. I tell you what, they give her dementia. I might start watching that shit. Is she going to run for president? Uh, I'm great. Just late start to the show. Busy morning. I understand, Derek. I totally get it, my man. Glad you're here. By the way, uh, I don't have anything further on this. But I do know that the police have issued a search warrant and they've obtained Alec Baldwin's cell phone. I don't know what that's about. I I don't think he texted somebody, hey, I'm going to get away with murder today. Look, he's dumb, but I don't think he's that dumb. But, yes, the... uh, that investigation continues. If you thought it went away, no, 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 no. Can't Sarah Jessica Parker break a hoof in a race and they have to put her down? No shit. God almighty. Oh, I can't stand her. Man, I, I tell you what, if there was ever a plane and it had the Kardashians and Sarah Jessica Parker on it, I mean, look, I'll, I'll trade all them for Kobe back. And I'm not even a Kobe fan. Alex said he typed in a damning text message, but never hit send. He would never hit send to another person. <laughs> I no no no. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That is fucking funny. Here, here he is being asked about it. Well, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't uh, pull the trigger. No, no, no. no, 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 no I, I would no, never no, point no, a gun at anyone no, and pull no, a trigger. No. I, would, I, I would never send a text message to anyone. No, 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 no. That's the part I just got to get the... Well, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger. No, no, no. I, I would never point a gun no, at anyone no, no. and pull a trigger at them. Never. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, 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 Fucking... Uh, cancel culture is not gone away. 
it seems that Jeff Garland, Jeff Garland, who's been on a lot of TV shows, but he's famous for Curb Your Enthusiasm, and he's the dad on the ABC hit sitcom The Goldbergs, is now leaving the hit sitcom The Goldbergs. After a years-long investigation into alleged misconduct. Now, when you hear that, you think to yourself, oh, that's bad. That, that, that doesn't sound a year's investigation. The allegations are this, and I'm going to read these straight from the horse's mouth. In addition to using language some found inappropriate, meaning he probably cursed a lot on set. I'll add my own two bits in there here. Mr. Garland would touch or hug people whether or not they were comfortable with that contact. As one source said, he got away with it because he would call himself out for it, saying he was a big teddy bear, saying things like, oh, you know me, just a big bowl of mush. I'm a hugger. I just love you. He also admitted to using the word vagina a lot. When felt when told that people felt demeaned and disrespected multiple times by language he used on set and some of your physical actions, he says, I got to be honest with you. I don't even know how to respond to that. Because as a comedian, if somebody is offended by what I say, all I can say is I'm sorry, okay? I've never physically come at anyone for any reason, so that I find terribly confusing and untrue. Look, I've discussed this with my main crew, the camera department, the sound department, the lighting department, all these people who worked on my own movie. I did a movie for Netflix called Handsome. Never have any problems. There was nothing. So whoever feels, uh, whoever is that feels this way has it out for me. I'm a person who hugs for sure, and it's quick hugs. I didn't realize anyone was feeling, so if you want to write that story, that's a true story. It puts the onus on them saying something. I would gladly respect anyone who said, please don't hug me. I don't feel comfortable. Deadline goes into further details about this, saying that Garland's go-to jokes that a number of people on the show found offensive were talking about grandma's vaginas, balls, and brassiers. This man is going to be canceled over quote-unquote politically incorrect jokes and hugging. Now, I, I, I don't know Jeff Garland. I, I, I don't. I've, I, I enjoy his work on Curb Your Enthusiasm. I don't really watch the Goldbergs that much. <sighs> but I don't know about you. The, the, this is getting to be a cartoon. If you want to cancel someone, for the fact that they're sticking fingers in your orifices or worse, their penis in your orifice without your consent 
or they're walking around set without pants on and they're slapping people in the face or they're doing the helicopter with their penis. We can sit down and have a discussion. But because he tells dirty jokes, he tells dirty jokes on set and hugs people. Boy, what? And now, now look, if more comes out to find out he's raped, I, I, you have to give him my pathway to come back and say I was wrong. But if these are the reasons that he is being let go from a hit television show, I just got to say, y'all need to grow the fuck up. Y'all need to grow the fuck up quick. Because the jokes I told today, by the way, uh, they have unshadow bo- or unshadowed blocked my TikTok account, which means I'm starting to get views again, thank God. And it all started with the joke, why is Santa's sack so big? Because he only comes once a year, so I've done Christmas jokes. So, like, the, the, joke I, the jokes I did today... Um, what did the kid from the hood get for Christmas? My bike. And I sold the, the next one I sold really, really well. I, I'm very proud of it. What did the blind deaf girl get for Christmas? AIDS. It, if he's going to get canceled for telling ball jokes and shit, I guess I'm done too. Yeah, right? So if saying vagina is too much of a crime, can we send Amy Schumer to prison? Shit, not fast enough, we can't. You know, I'm just tired of the pussies in in our society that can't handle jokes. That joke offends me. Jeff, can you please not tell any jokes that offend me? Take yourself out then. Now, I don't mean kill yourself. I mean take yourself out of the situation. If you don't like where grown-ups are, don't hang out with them. I'm so, th- this is getting to be so dumb and so old and so crappy. If people like Jeff Garland get canceled, y- y- you need to stop. You need to cancel people that are really fucking worthless. And I'm going to talk about one here. By the way, last night, the Chargers lost. Fucking bastards. Lost to Kansas City. And I'm starting to dislike Kansas City more and more, mainly because of the quarterback's brother, Patrick Mahomes' brother, Jackson Mahomes. If you have any kind of social media, you've probably seen this fucktard doing some kind of stupid-looking dance. The kid has no athletic ability whatsoever. And it seems that Mr. Mahomes went to a bar in Kansas City over the weekend. And the bar, SOT Social, said, Hey, sorry, we can't accommodate your large party because we're small and we've got to do all this COVID stuff. So what did Jackson Mahomes do? The bar wanted to accommodate him. He decided to go out and tweet and then TikTok all his followers telling them to shit can this place. 
all because they're trying to follow along protocols that are in place. And the place decided to clap back. And I got to say, this is brilliant. I am going to read this for you. SOT in Kansas City. We are sorry that we set boundaries that you tried to ignore. Oftentimes, people with unearned status and a sense of entitlement think they're above the rules and will lash out at the employees enforcing them. We are sorry we could not seat your very large group. As you probably saw, our bar is very small. We are sorry that you have the reach that you do, or at least that you think you do, and that instead of using it for something positive, you decide to use it to try to crush a small business. We survived a global pandemic. We'll survive your ego. Goes on. We're sorry that you didn't reach out to us first before taking to social media, but then again, that is an expect expectation we would have from a mature and rational person, not someone who pours water on fans and dances on memorials of tragically lost people for TikTok clout. We have not been fortunate enough to be born into a much more talented and much more famous family, but we would like to think that if we had that much luck, we would use our influence in a more respectable way. Now, let me just say right now, standing ovation. This kid is a fucking punk. I'm with you, Steph. I hate this kid, too. I'm no fan of his brother, Patrick, who everybody said is going to be the greatest quarterback in the history of the game, all this bullshit. He went to fucking tech. And now his little brother is using that clout and does stupid dance. He danced all over uh, uh, oh, Brian Taylor. Is it Brian Taylor? Was it Brian Taylor? His memorial at the Washington Redskins game. He dumped water on fans because he was talking shit during the game and his brother blew the game and they lost it, so fans are going to chirp back. What did you think was going to happen when you started talking shit? So then he just dumps water all over him. And now he does this. Oh, if, I, if I'm Patrick Mahomes, I'm, I'm cutting ties with my brother. Because Patrick Mahomes seems like he's a decent human being even though he went to Texas Tech. I only know a couple people that are decent human beings that went to Tech. Harrison is one of them. And I think Harrison, I don't really know Harrison's sister, but she seems like she's a decent human being, even though she went to Texas Tech. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm done with the, the, this is my favorite thing to watch on TikTok. And you know we can we can take this all back to the Kardashians. Yes, the Kardashians are billionaires. I, I already know. There's nothing we can do about it now. But these were the first people that made it cool to become a celebrity without having any kind of talent whatsoever. None. You, you can't sing. You can't dance. You can't tell jokes. You can't do anything. But for some reason, people like to follow you 
on social media, and you've become huge icons. People like the Paul brothers, Logan Paul and Jake Paul, who, by the way, sign contracts to fight guys that are actual fighters, but the actual fighters have to sign contracts that say, we will give up our entire purse if we knock them out. That's a true story. But the Pauls are gigantic successes, and we're about to see a new one. And this new one is going to anger me to the zeth degree. Have you all seen the Island Boys videos? I'm an Island Boy. These kids who have fucking dreadlocks, and they hang up straight in the air, and they look like matches on their head. And they got tattoos on their faces and all this kind of stuff. They blew up last week. Now, I checked because I wanted to do the work. They're worth about $100,000 each. So all this cash that they're floating around, it's fake money, most of it. It's Hollywood money. It's not real. They did one performance and they were booed off stage, but it doesn't matter. Because they're on social media. And they're fucking asshats. These guys are the epitome of the word stupid and entitled. They were recently kicked off of a podcast because they got into it with one guy. And this one idiot goes, you know, I'm thuggish, right? As soon as someone tells you how badass they are, You've already won the fight because you know you're going to whip that fucking monkey ass. Oh, I would dare them to ever call me out. I, I Look, look I, I, will, I will straight up. I will straight up. I'm a man. I'm 40. I'm 50, but I'm still a man. I, I, I will accept that challenge, island boy. You weigh all of what? About 136 pounds? You see, the reason why they don't let bantamweights fight heavyweights is because a bantamweight ain't going to hurt a heavyweight. I would be considered a heavyweight. You might be a straw weight. That's how little you is. I'll tell you this right now. You go ahead. Hit me as hard as you can because I tell you what, I'm going to absorb that, and then I'm coming, and I'm bringing hell with me. In the immortal words of White Earp, I am going to throw a punch that I could probably remove your heart with. Uh, the Island Boys are like COVID. Stop talking about it and it'll go away. More media coverage, it gets it more. You're right. You're right, Fred. I, it, you're right. But I just wanted to warn everybody. And this Jackson Mahomes character was the Island Boys before the Island Boys. These people that have never done anything with their life except make some TikTok videos. And they're flashing all this money around and all this bling around. It's going to bite you in the ass, people. Just telling you. That that skank, whoa, Vicky. The ultra white chick who thinks she's black and nobody can understand. Now, now she's taking on the role of reformed Christian. Oh, I trolled the shit out of her page last night. Douglas says, I've never heard of them until today. Thanks, dick. 
You're a heavyweight, no more like a Mack truck weight. Yes, yes, I am giant machines heavyweight. Oh, I'd love to fight them. I find both at the same time. I don't give a damn. I don't like them. I don't like any of this. I don't like this uh, this fucking Patrick Mahomes kid brother thing either. It, it Jackson Mahomes, yeah, fuck you. Now, new story is out today about Titleist golf balls and their logo department. Now you're saying, why why are you mentioning Titleist golf balls after this? Well, it's more of this politically correct bullshit. You can get balls uh, that are personalized. I could get golf balls, and I have gotten golf balls that say Arnie is God on them before. But they have put their foot down. And they have banned the phrase, let's go Biden, or let's go Brandon, on their golf balls. Now, I I don't care for that. It's not cursing. It's not saying anything. It's just saying, let's go Brandon. So it's time to call the Titleist Golf Ball Factory and see what I can get customized on golf balls. Thank you for calling MyCustomGolfBall.com. Our business hours are Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. until 5 p.m. Central Time. Our email is contact at MyCustomGolfBall.com. To leave a voicemail, press 1. To speak to a representative, press 2. For frequently asked... Come on. Come on. If I have to leave voicemail, I will. Low battery. Come on. Hi, you've reached the voicemail at mycustomgolfball.com. Sorry we missed your call. You can email us at contact at mycustomgolfball.com or live chat with us on mycustomgolfball.com. We are available Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. until 5 p.m. Central Time. Please leave a message, and we'll be back with you soon. Yeah, hi. I, uh, I, I received an email saying my golf ball order I'll have to change. Hello? Hey. Yes, hello. Uh, I, I got an email saying I had to change my uh, personalization. I got three dozen balls saying, let's go, Brandon, for my son, Brandon. Um, I was just wondering, can I get those changed into fuck Joe Biden? Is that phrase still available to put on the golf balls? Because I would really like that. Because I don't like our president. I love my son, Brandon. That's why I wanted to get let's go, Brandon. But instead, I'm going to get my 12-year-old son now. Fuck Joe Biden golf balls, dickheads. I wish I could have talked to somebody because I would have lured him in with the, uh, the oh, we, we have to get rid of the let's go, Brandon. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, okay. Okay, then can I get him the way I wanted to get him then? Fuck Joe Biden. <laughs> Look, and, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. I understand if they don't want to put personalization, put dirty words and stuff on there. I get that. I totally get that. 
I want to know what else I can get put on. Can I get uh, Zig Heil on them? I, I mean, what, what other racist things could I get on there? What other kind of fucking anti-woman thing can I get on there? Can I get the, 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 the phrase gash one on my golf ball? It's not a curse word. I, like, I'm not trying to go with any curse words. I know I said fuck Joe Biden, but let, let's pretend. What else can I not say in there? This, we, we live in, god damn, I really hate to, don't offer personalization. This is like going to a steakhouse or going to a place like I went to to get a burger, and they said, how would you like it done? And I said, I'd like it rare. Well, we can't do it that way. Well, then why in the fuck are you even asking me? If you can't do it the way I want, then why are you fucking even making it an option? have so many sissies in this country. So many pussies. I mean, for God's sakes, a guy on the set of a TV show tells some dirty jokes and he's a comedian? Oh, no. Not that. I swear. Fucking A. Hello, Titleist. I would like to set up an appointment to have my balls serviced. Do I have to shave them first? That's not bad. I can't believe you lied to them, Arnie. Your son's name is Arnie Jr., not Brandon. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I was going with the bit. You should have not said again. I have to change my son's name now. I had to change mine from Adolf. <laughs> Our last name is Hitler. I was wondering if I can get Hitler rules on all my golf balls. I swear. Uh, them fine folks in North Korea are at it again. This is a big one here. Uh, to observe the 10th anniversary of Kim Jong-il's death. That's Kim Jong-un's daddy. This was a little bitty one. This guy was a little itty-bitty one that they made fun of in that uh, in that movie. Uh, American, what was that shit called? Team America, yeah. December seventeenth. By the way, by the way, I just I have to do I have to take a break here, and I meant to do this at the beginning of the show. Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday, Grandma Edna. My first real best friend, my grandma, was born on this day in 1903, same day that Orville and Wilbur Wright put the first plane in the air. My grandma was such a great, uh, well, fuck this guy. They, like, they, we'll, we'll get back to the North Korea story since we I haven't done my worst Christmas gifts yet. Or anything like that. Let me let me look over the list and see what I'm going to do today. Um, but I will tell you the story of, of Edna. Edna was such a, a rock star. 
Edna was my favorite person of all time. Bar, I, I mean, l- literally, of all time. There's nobody. Even Dad. Uh, Dad runs a second close to her. But Edna was the truth. Edna, man, oh, man, the stuff that that lady taught me. My dad taught me how to curse. My grandma taught me every slur I know. (laughs) That's not anything to really be proud of, but I kind of am. She was born in 1903. She was a flapper in the 20s. I know that, which means she was kind of a loose hoe. That's okay. She gave birth to my dad in 1930. She adored him, loved him. Moved. Every time he would move, she would move so she could be close to him. And then the golden child was born. The chosen one, if you will. In 1971. And before I knew it, I had a partner in crime. The woman who showed me how to change price tags. Back in the old days before the, 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 the scan bar or the, 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 the grid, when they, when they would go through and they would put price tags on things, I got a brand new Millennium Falcon for $2.59. My grandma bought me my very first can of Copenhagen. Now, I didn't start dipping then. I I wanted to try it. I was in seventh grade and wanted to try it. She bought it for me. And this woman had no filter whatsoever. My all-time favorite Edna story. There are a lot of them. She couldn't cook to save her life, though. Could not cook to save her life. She did teach me how to paint a car. They had a Ford Falcon, and uh, she would paint it once once every couple months. She'd paint it royal blue with a brush. Uh, I'm not making that up. She would she would take the brush out and she would put brush strokes on the car, chrome everything. Um, she would avoid midgets. If there was a midget on one side of the street, she would go to the other side of the street. And the funny thing is, is she was only like four inches taller than them. So my, I'll tell you my two favorite stories. You guys all know the one. And I'll end with that one on her. I I ain't going to do Christmas presents today because this is about Edna. Uh, When I was a little kid, Grandma, we would uh, she would sweep. She lived in the apartment. She lived in the Amarada Apartments in Dallas. Now that's a it's a crime zone over there. It's literally like like it's a gated community of apartments, which you know that means it's bad. She would not survive today there. She'd be killed. But. She would sweep the sidewalks off because she wanted to do some sort of cleaning. She she was a she was a little engine that could. She'd sweep them off, right? And one day she'd swept them off, 
And some kids decided to ride their bike through there. Look, it's kids. They're riding their bike through there. Now, I never associated with any kids in the apartment because every kid in that apartment complex hated her. So I didn't want anything to do with them because I knew I was fucking target. One day, kids come riding through there, and she's up on her second floor. She lived in apartment 227, which always made me laugh that they put out a Marla Gibbs show called 227. Made me laugh for a lot of reasons. You'll understand one of those reasons right here now. So she lived in 227. We were upstairs, and she had just gotten done sweeping the the sidewalks. Now dirt was going to get on there anyway. And these kids come tearing through there on their bicycles, and she sees it. And she yells down, hey, you, stop, stop it. These kids stop, and they look up. Now, I'm not, I do not go over to look at it because I know I don't want to be targeted by these kids. And she goes, what are you doing riding your goddamn bikes on my goddamn, goddamn. We all say, like, if you hear me say, goddamn, we, everybody in my family says it that way. It's really, really kind of weird and funny to hear. My dad said it that way. Patty says it. My sister says it that way. Mary Jo, my oldest sister, said it this way. I say it this way. And we all got it from her. Her and her old goddamn. And, uh. She yells down to these kids, you goddamn kids, stay off my sidewalks. And you, this is where it got bad. She said, you inwards are browner than shit. Get out of here. I'm not kidding. My, look, man, my grandmother was raised in the 30s, in the 20s. There was, no, there was nothing politically correct about her. And when she said that, I was like, oh, my God. I'm like seven years old at the time. I, I knew better than to even say that word. And that night, I'll never forget, we were, I was sleeping. She had a fold-out couch. And I would sleep on the fold-out couch, her and her husband, George, not my grandfather, but he, he was married to her. Because, like I said, she was kind of slutty. Um. She'd sleep out there, but she would wake me up with her farts. She farted louder than any human being I've ever met since. I've met a lot of people that fart. Tommy is a great farter. I'm a great farter. No one can compare to Edna, Rickaby, Milliken. Oh, what was her? Oh, man. And she had two, Viola, and she had another sister, Pauline, was her other sister. I didn't know Pauline. Pauline died before I got alive. But I knew Aunt Viola. I don't remember what their, their maiden name was. But uh, so we're laying there, right, and she's farting up a storm, and I finally fall back asleep, and then we hear this fucking crashing on the door. And what it was was eggs. And she opens the door, and, and I knew who did it. I mean, I'm at seven, and I could be a detective at that point. And I'm like, oh, I know who did that. She goes, who would waste eggs like this? That was her response. Not the fact that they egged her house. She was just upset that they wasted the eggs. And then the all-time greatest deadness story ever. 
the one thing it, it, that I'm jealous of people and their grandmothers for is that most grandmothers can cook like a motherfucker. Siebert, that was it. Siebert. Siebert was her maiden name. I dang, I knew it would come to me. So grandma couldn't cook worth a shit. Aunt Viola, my great aunt Viola, she could cook, but she had boobs that hung from her chest to her feet. We every, all everybody was scared to go around Aunt Viola. I loved Aunt Viola though. Aunt Viola could cook. Now, and her kids—that's a whole different story. Uh, grandma couldn't cook. She would go through the the frying pans, not cast iron, but like those frying pans you buy at Sears. She'd go through three of those a year, because the way she cooked was this way. Breakfast was on the table at 6 a.m. Now, she could make pancakes, and she could make um, egg on toast. Those were the things that she could do. Everything else, though, terrible. So as soon as breakfast was made, and she'd make George oatmeal because that's what he'd want, and he'd eat some cinnamon rolls, and that was it. She'd clean that up, and as soon as that was cleaned up by about 6.30, dinner was in a frying pan. 6.30 6.30 in the morning. Whatever leftovers that we had brought to her, whether it be spaghetti, it doesn't matter what it was. I just used spaghetti because we had that a lot because we didn't have a lot of money growing up, and you can make a lot of spaghetti and not spend too much money. So she would put the spaghetti in the frying pan and then open a can of tomatoes and pour the tomatoes on the spaghetti, and then leave it uncovered until about 2.30 in the afternoon when she started to heat it up for George. And he ate everything. Now, there's one rule about my grandmother's cooking is you never, ever called her out on it. You never said one thing about it. She knew she was a bad cook. Uh, this is why I don't like Thanksgiving is because she always had Thanksgiving and the turkey was terrible. She had the worst coleslaw known to mankind. She tried, but she was awful at it. She would keep her Pillsbury biscuits in the freezer. She would take them out of the freezer and then cook them and they come out like rocks. Nobody said anything. Until one glorious day. We're sitting there. Oh, you say, what kind of retarded moron? His name was George Milliken. This is the idiot that did this. Um, It was a Sunday afternoon. Dad had come over to pick me up. I was probably 10, 11 at the time because my dad had a lot of piano gigs that he'd play on the weekend. So they, he and my mom would go to these, and this is back when he was drinking. Might have been, I might have been seven or eight. I, I'm, not, I'm not right sure, but he was still drinking. So he would come, and he'd pick me up. Mom wouldn't come because Mom and Edna didn't get along. She was my stepmom, and he, Edna did not like her. So dad comes upstairs, see his mother. He's sitting at the the end of the table. George is at the head of the table. 
or actually George is in the middle of the table. I'm sitting in the middle on the other side, and Grandma has the head of the table because she's Grandma. And she's made George a bowl of chicken noodle soup. Now, what you don't know about this soup is that she cooked it in a pot, and then she drained it. It wasn't soup anymore. It was hunks of chicken and noodles from a can. As we're sitting there talking, George decides to open up his mouth. Edna! Edna! I thought you said we were having soup. This is just noodles and chicken. There's no broth in here. And Dad and I kind of look at each other like, what the fuck did he just do? As I turned my little head to the side, to the right, I could see Grandma. She goes, oh, okay. And, and I knew that, oh, okay, was not good. I see my grandmother turn and walk to the little pantry she had in her apartment. And she had that's where she kept the trash can. And I saw her reach into the trash can, and she pulls out a, a can that's red and white, so like a Campbell's soup can. She pulls this thing out, and she walks right by all three of us, not saying a word. As she passes us, I'm watching, and I hear her go into the bathroom. They only had one bathroom. It was a one-bed, one-bath apartment. And I didn't hear a faucet go on. As she comes back, she has this can. And now she's carrying it upright, and she dumps it on George's noodles. Now, what she did was she took the can of soup and dipped it in the toilet. And she poured it on there, and she goes, there's your goddamn broth. And to this day, I'm 50 years old, and I, I promise you, Hand to God, he ate every single bit of it. Oh, that's that that right there. That that that's a story I will I will tell until my dying days. That is such a funny story about Grandma, and she poured fucking toilet water on him, and he ate everything. This guy was obviously he didn't mind about the tomain poisoning he was getting every day from that shit she was cooking. My God. So there you go. There you go. There's my there there's my grandma Christmas type story for you. Uh, all right, let's get back to the uh, to the uh, celebrity death match here, shall we? Uh, it is time again for now part two, second round, if you will, of celebrity, celebrity. Ah, ah, Christmas movie edition. In our first round. We found out that A Christmas Story Beat Elf is on the Mount Rushmore along with Christmas Vacation. And now we will see who joins them on the mountain right here, right now. Let's get it on! All right. Didn't Jerry join the Army for the... Yes, he did. He, he notorious. He used to always say he joined the Army. 
because it had better food than his mother. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's real. And dad wasn't any good at cooking either. He didn't have a teacher. Thank God I had my mom. All right, here we go. In our first matchup, Ask Family, of Christmas movies, we have the Billy Bob Thornton movie. I actually saw this movie in Hawaii. Turn that down now. Stop that. Um, we have the movie Bad Santa. I mean, come on. You, get, you, you got Billy Bob Thornton and Bernie Mac in a movie. You know that's a classic. Taking on. The Jim Carrey version of The Grinch. Bad Santa versus The Grinch. Ask family, who ya got? This is a neck-and-neck battle, ladies and gentlemen. Who will it be? One vote, ass family. One vote, and the Grinch moves on. The Grinch moves on. Man, beating bad Santa. All right, next matchup. Now, this one is, I hope you've all seen both of these. If not, these are Christmas movies that I actually do like, and they don't have, they're based around Christmas. The first one is a British movie called Love Actually. I think, to me, it's one of the ultimate Christmas movies. Uh, Hugh Grant's in it. Uh, like Colin Firth. Every big, big British person is in this movie. Love Actually taking on a movie called The Family Stone. It's got Sarah Jessica Parker in there, Craig T. Nelson, Diane Lane. It's a story about uh, one of the sons bringing home his fiance or wants-to-be fiance. And how she does, Luke Wilson's in it. So I ask you, between Love Actually and The Family Stone, ask family who you got. It's over. Like, 
uh, maybe not a great representation of my Christmas love movies, but yeah, love actually moves on. Love actually moves on. Uh, yeah, there you go. It won't stand much of a chance. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, our next matchup. We have the movie that stars Vince Vaughn, and he plays Santa Claus's long-lost brother. The movie is called Fred Claus. Fred Claus taking on one of the greatest Christmas movies of all time, starring Bruce Willis, Die Hard. Die Hard versus Fred Claus, ass family, who ya got? Blowout ass family. Die hard. Die hard one. And moves on. You see, you guys like to always get ahead of me. Careful. Our final matchup. To see who goes on to the next round and then on to the finals. We have the movie that gave us that little punk ass kid, Macaulay Culkin. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about Home Alone. And it's taking on a movie that starred Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd. I'm a karate man. I bruise on the inside. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about Trading Places. Home Alone versus Trading Places. Simply put, ass family, who ya got? People, I need some votes. Uh, Trading Places! Trading Places got the final vote! Trading Places moves on! Trading places upsets home alone. Oh, my God. Oof. Here we go. 
to see who makes it on to the magical Mount Rushmore of the greatest Christmas movies of all time. Our first matchup is set. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the Grinch versus Love Actually. The Grinch versus Love Actually. Ask family, who you got? We have a winner, ass family. Oh, man. The Grinch not only stole Christmas, but it stole a place on the Mount Rushmore of Christmas movies. And our final matchup is set, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to find out who takes that final spot on the Mount Rushmore of Christmas movies. I give you our first combatant, the story of John McClane. And the movie Die Hard, taking on Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd in a movie that took on Wall Street, known as Trading Places. Die Hard, Trading Places, Ask Family, Who Ya Got? So now it is set. After our final segment, we will find out who the face of this Mount Rushmore is. Will it be a Christmas story? Will it be Christmas vacation? Will it be the Grinch or will it be Die Hard? Stick around and find out next at ArnieRadio.com. <laughs>
because they were changing a school mascot. Now, this has been a big thing lately, changing mascots. The Cleveland Indians are now the Guardians. I don't know what this town went to, but they were the Tomahawks. And things got a little ruckus last night there at the school board meeting when a school board member got into a parent's face. And lo and behold, here we go. Turo University Oops. Worldwide is a premier online university offering superior and cost-effective education. Skip through ad, an, yeah. 
Jan and Brent, good afternoon, everyone. No arrests so far. By the way, you can tell it's a bad TV station because it's Channel 61. Glastonbury police who said they were going to be investigating, speaking to members of the public and those who were involved in the altercation uh, today and in the coming days. But there's certainly no shortage of opinion on what happened last night. <laughs> Those in attendance at the Glastonbury so Board of Education special meeting to consider changing the high school sports team's name back to the Tomahawks could sense there was tension even before this exchange. Your time is up. You're not paying attention. During a recess when the board was supposed to be voting on the measure, those in attendance said board member Ray McFall came off the stage to confront that irate resident, Mark Finicaro. Here they are. They're in each other's face. Board member pushes him. Man lays him out. One punch. One punch. Wham! I was right on the button. I didn't know I would end up being involved in separating a, a, an argument or a, a physical fight. That town councilman is also a cop who says those residents in attendance were upset <laughs> coming in. That motherfucker yeah, got rocked. But they are much more upset about the manner in which the Board of Education went in removing it. That change over a year ago during the height of COVID when all meetings were virtual. I would like to see us put a formal letter together to both of our federally recognized tribes and respond to any actual Native Americans that live here in Glastonbury for their opinion. And if the tribes say no, respect that decision, she says. And the question is, what can we do as a town to bring Native American studies into our schools? And sadly, last night, we, we didn't hold oh. the bar as high as we should have. Yeah, you can skip through Jen the ad. Jennings, who is I believe. Uh, let me see if I can find this once again. What they what they changed the name to? So I guess they were the Tommy Hawks, and now they're the uh, the Guardians. Fortin. What is with Guardians? They're also the Guardians. They changed it overnight to Guardians, and the school the, the people in town didn't like it. That dude, the school board member, he's got on a, a like a, a gray coat. He's got a red sweater vest on and a green shirt underneath it. He's Mr. Fucking Christmas. He's the one who laid his hands on the dude first, and that dude just clocks him square in the jaw. That's one of the best knockout punches I've seen in a long time. I mean, he put him down with no hesitation. There it is. Push. Why are you? Push. Bam! Bam! And after the McFall push came that Finicaro punch. Oh, man. You just see the legs buckle on that guy. Who was the cop? The cop's the big fella. The big fella with the uh, Andy Cap type hat on, the beard. That was a cop. Yeah, that dude got knocked the fuck out. I need to get that sound effect. You got knocked the fuck out. He got blasted. Ogre, I, I had to put that up there for you, buddy. Oh, man, that was fucking awesome. That right there is good shit. Now, there's another story that Jen sent me last night. Hangtown Jen sent me this last night, and I wanted to share this with you because this is just too funny. A school has apologized. The Steining Grammar School in West Sussex 
has apologized for a big Christmas lunch they served to their students last week, which parents are calling bleak. Oh, I love the Brits. <laughs> they were served a very, very small mince pie, a dry bread roll, one slice of turkey, a single pig in a blanket, and a tiny square of stuffing. The stuffing looks like it's gelatin. That is the worst looking thing I have ever seen a kid have to fucking eat. And you ready? This meal was $7. It's three fifty in pounds, which is about six half, six and a half, seven dollars This is like, it's, it's, I don't even know what kind of bacon that is that they wrapped around this little smoky. But they put it on this, this hunk of turkey, two pieces of dry bread, the, the mince pie, which I don't know what mince pie is, and I don't want to know what it is. It's about the size of a half dollar. And then this square of dressing. They were replica penises. It was awful looking, just sad. Can you imagine? Can you imagine parent a parent showing, oh blimey, let's see this 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 holiday lunch we're having. Oh, bloody fuck. <laughs> That's the worst looking meal I've shared the picture with you. That looks horrible. They wouldn't even serve that in American prisons. That's why the British tried to conquer the world, to get good fucking food. I don't know how Great Britain has so many good chefs with the shit food that they have to work with there. Is this mincemeat pie? My grandmother hated mincemeat pie. And that's like pie that has meat in it. And we ain't talking like a turkey pot pie. We're talking like dark, thick, brown meat pie. Yuck. The pig in a blanket is just the funniest thing on there. That does. It looks like some sort of fucking just trash. You wouldn't serve this at a holiday party. Then don't serve it to kids. Actually, I, I don't know what's worse looking. The pig in the blanket or that nasty fucking square of dressing. That dressing looks awful. It looks like it's a square of mold. Whoa, whoa, whoa. My first girlfriend was a brown by you bigot. Oh, sorry. Man, that looks awful. Those poor British kids. Bad teeth. Can't understand what they're saying, and then they're fed this shit. Good Lord. Oh, Governor, why are you, why are you punishing me? <laughs> uh, all right, let's see. What, what else we got here? Now, this story, are you sure? I, I'm not sure if it is or mold or not. Um, this is not a funny story at all. This is a sad story that I'm about to read you. And because it's, it has kids' death in it. But this is why you don't get a bouncy house, people. At least five children died. Four others are critically injured and in critical condition. 
in Australia. Have a great weekend, Aud Ogre. Quote, on a day where these children were meant to be celebrating their last day of primary school. Oh, no, it turned out a lot worse. They got one of them their big old bouncy houses. You, you, you've seen these. This is what the, the fancy parents in the neighborhood get for a birthday party now or the, the castles where you go in there and you just jump around and bounce down. The one thing that you're supposed to do is always tie it down. Well, it seems they may have had a little bit too much slack on the rope because when a big gust of air came through, it sent the castle 33 feet in the air and then came crashing to the ground. Two boys, two girls, uh, all between 10 and 11 years old. It's a fucking terrible story. But I have to do this story to warn you people not to get bouncy houses. Or if you get them, tie them down quite tautly. Can you imagine that? I mean, I mean, look, look, look I'm going to say it, and I know this isn't politically correct, and I'm a bad person for it. But I'll get all the bad stuff out about me first. This would be fucking awesome to see. Until you found out there were actual kids in there. When you see one of these fly up 33 feet in the air, you're like, somebody didn't do their job. Somebody didn't do their job. Even the Consumer Product Safety Commission says inflatable bouncy houses are not without risk. Oh, you think? You you think they're not without risks? You got kids going in there, jumping around. I want to know... I want to know how many kids have broken their ankles, broken legs, broken arms in them damn bouncy houses. I'm glad we didn't have bouncy houses as a kid because I would have been, I would have been, well, first of all, I'm glad because they wouldn't let me go in there because I'd been too fat. <laughs> Hangtown Jen, this is why I love you so much. It's because you get it. She says, five kids died in a bouncy house? I mean, how do you even keep a straight face when someone says my child died in a bouncy house? I mean, I'm a mom with a heart, and I would even have to fight back, and oh, damn. Good Lord. Good Lord. Jen just sent me something else here. Let's see. Okay. Let's see. Somebody's delivering a package. Oh, somebody stole a package. Oh, my God. Guy comes out with a gun. Guy comes out with a fucking machine gun. Jim, you got to share that on the Mixler board. So, I don't know where this happened, but here, let, let, let's see if I can replay it here. I'll put it, I'll put it up to the... Uh, Put it up to the guy stealing a box from Amazon, porch pirate. Put my shit back on this fucking porch. Oh, let's uh, 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 let's see if I can find a way to share this somehow. Oh man. Oh, uh, let's see, share. Copy link. Okay. Okay, I've got the link copied. Now I just have to do this real quick. 
paste. There we go. I got it. There we go. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. This is what you should do to a porch pirate. No, that ain't it. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Hold on a second here. Oh, you got to have Facebook open to do it. Okay, hold on. Uh, Douglas, have a great weekend, my friend. Here you go. Here is said video. There you go. Man, that is awesome. That's the way to deal with a fucking... I'd love to catch one of them porch pirates, especially if I had a fucking machine gun. That is awesome. Wow, that was awesome. Hold on, I got to look up something here. All right. All right, look that up like that. Okay. Fantastic. Is that what it is? Okay. Got that and done. Okie doke. All right. Two more stories here. Oh, yeah, two more. Here we go. I got to delete this and then go to this story here about Montana. In the state of Montana, it's time to move to Montana, people. Montana is thinking about allowing grizzly bear hunting around Glacier and Yellowstone National Parks for the first time since 1975. Mountain officials are set to petition the administration to lift the ban on hunting grizzly bears. There are about 1,100 grizzly bears in Montana, which is the largest concentration. Alaska has the most, and they allow hunting them. I will say this right now, that uh, I, I ain't going there. I, I it, Look, I'm there for all you outdoorsmen. And I'd love to, like, watch video of you taking a fucking bear down. But if you think that I am going to go up there, you know who I think really actually pledged this idea? I think the bears pledged this idea. Because bear hunting does not sound like something that sounds fun. First of all, first of all, you're going to the woods that you don't know. Okay? Let, 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 let's look at this. Let's look at this from a human's perspective. You're going into a bear, uh, a wooded area that you do not know. That bear knows this better than it knows anything else. Now, I don't know how they've done it for so long, but people go on hikes all the time and they get attacked by bears because bears, I guess they have a stealth mode. You would think with all the shit that they sit in, all the shit they eat, how bad they stink, they, they, they don't take showers, they don't have shampoo. That, like, if you get a bad whiff, you're like, man, what is that? And then all of a sudden the fucking bear jumps out and goes, racha. You think about it. I mean, honestly, you're, you're trying to hunt bears. You're minding your own business. And all of a sudden, <laughs> I can't see a human posing that question. I can see bears saying, hey, how can we eat more humans? Oh, I know. Let them hunt us again. And then they'll be the actual prey. 
No, I ain't having any of this. Uh-uh. I see right through your tricks there, Mr. Yogi. I see right through them. Hey, good luck to anybody that goes up there to try to hunt bear. You got to remember this, too. Once you shoot the bear, you got to drag that big-ass fucking carcass all the way back. And guess what? That carcass is going to stink, and you know what it's going to attract? If you said more bears, then you would be absolutely, positively... Correct the mundo! And if you ain't got a tag for a second bear, well, then you're fucked. Guess what? That dead bear now belongs to that bear you couldn't hunt. Nope, ain't going to do it. Now, speaking of hunting, this is why I love America. This right here. We, we need some patriot. We got any patriotic music in here? I got Olympic music. That's not very patriotic. Yeah, you know what? I got patriotic music. Hold on a second here. Let's see. Where, where, where's, where's my man Lee? Where, 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 where's good old Lee Greenwood at when you need him? We'll have this, uh, we'll have this low. Why did I? Oh, no, I didn't want that. I wanted to, about how the United States, oh, no, 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 no. It's the wrong story. Hold on a second, I'll find it. Enjoy. And I had to start again. Just my children and my wife. All right, here we go. This happened on Wednesday. The United States Navy announced that it tested a laser weapon. That's right. America now has lasers. And I'm proud to be an American where at least I know I'm free. And we have lasers. The men who died, who gave that right to me, and I gladly stand up and fire my laser Ooh, and defend her still today. Cause there ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the USA and lasers. Damn, how cool is that? The Navy tested a laser and it destroyed a floating target? A system that can be used to conquer uh, counter bomb-laden drone boats deployed by Yemen Houthi rebels and the Red Sea. The Navy released images on the test on Twitter with the caption, Bring out the lasers. Oh, this is badass. This is one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Man, this gets me hard for America right here. Uh, they start fires with them, distract people, and, and da, 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 from other shit in politics. This is awesome. Like the the second picture down, it shows the fucking laser beam it's shooting. The Gulf of Aden sits along the southern coast of war torn Yemen. Fuck that, man! I don't want to shoot things in there. I want to see how far the laser can go. Let's shoot that some bitch. Let's just spray that some bitch on the fucking side. You gonna you're gonna fuck with America? Well then you're gonna get our laser. Sorry. Dude, how cool is that? We got lasers. Lasers that can kill. 
awesome shit right there. All right. Uh, we, we, we have to get to the finals now, people. Let's go. We got to get to the finals and find out who the face of the Mount Rushmore is. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it, it is, is time. time. Time for the finals of Celebrity movie edition. Now we have busted our way through here and we are down to the final four. Christmas Story, Christmas Vacation, The Grinch, and Die Hard. Who will be the face? We find out now. Let's get it on. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, in our first matchup, this one's a tough one. A tough one, I tell you. We have that poor kid, Ralphie, who had to wear that goddamn rabbit suit all over the place, or the bunny suit, until he got his Red Rider BB gun in the movie A Christmas Story. And they are taking on Chevy Chase and his clan of Griswolds, including Cousin Eddie, who said the famous line, Shitter was full! <coughs> 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 Hold on. <coughs> wow. Hairball. <coughs> so, ask family. Between a Christmas story and Christmas vacation, ask family, who you got? tied up right now between vacation and wait, wait, who will it be? Who will it be? Cowboys Girl says that's a hard one like my man last night. Giggity. All right. Putting the pornography in Christmas. We need one. Vacation! Vacation wins! Triple T with the tiebreaker! Triple T with the tiebreaker! Christmas vacation moves on! And now it will face off against the winner of The Grinch and Die Hard. Ask family between the Grinch and Die Hard, who ya got? The Grinch and Die Hard.
back. Well, looky there, John McClain did it. John McClain beat the Grinch, and now the finals are set. Between Christmas Vacation, Chevy Chase Classic, and the movie that made Bruce Willis a megastar, Die Hard. Christmas Vacation versus Die Hard Ass Family. <clears throat> Who ya got? Banana phone. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. I've got this feeling so appealing for us to get together and sing, sing. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ding, dong, ding, dong, ding, dong, ding. Banana phone. In bunches, I've got my hunches. It's the best, beats the rest. Singular, modular, interactive, modular. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ping pong, ping pong, ping pong, ping. Banana phone. It's no baloney. It ain't a phony. My cellular, a bananular phone. We have a winner, and that winner is Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation is the top of the heap of the Mount Rushmore of Christmas movies. We did it. We did it, and that's going to be a day today. It's going to be a week. You got the weekend in front of you, the weekend before Christmas. So go out there, be safe. If you head to holiday parties this weekend, Get a lift, get an Uber, get a way home because we have a big plans next week. All Christmas music coming up. And please remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until Monday, have a fantastic weekend. And adios, everybody.
the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. 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 He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.